Oh, welcome everybody to the Hepcast season twenty-eight, episode number two. It's just me and Dustin tonight. Just. Uh, <laughs> just yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we we tend to have like a third person here for for a while, just you know, and, and yeah. uh, you know, getting people on and talking to them about their league experience and so forth which which i hope to get again because i i do really like to hear other people like new people experience you know and and especially with the new class like season 29 they've been here for like a month now you know so so you know like if it's it's great to hear you know like the good and the bad i don't really you know like like they're good and bad you know there's stuff that we do very well there's stuff that we still don't do well you know and and i want to hear all that and and be able to 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 kind of figure out how to cater to everybody better too. So, um, and, but and I think that's going to be kind of the theme of the podcast, uh, talking about new beginnings and and new uh, seasons and new starts and everything. So mm-hmm. um, we don't have a lot of structure in these no. podcasts. <laughs> um, but... Structures is not is not exactly <laughs> a my forte here. So yeah, so. Um, and I'm not even the best at it. So don't let me fool you. But uh, so I'm thinking, um, just for the listeners here, we're going to kind of go through some of the things that, you know, a rookie might benefit from and just, and, and talk about the upcoming season as well and any anything. I mean, we are on the precipice of a new season or the cusp of a new season. So yes. um, uh, this is being recorded on Sunday night, uh, 926-2021. And the new season is going to kick off in just a couple days. So um, a lot of excitement in the air. I'm excited personally for my uh, second full minor season. I just clipped the 300 TPE mark, which is a big milestone, um, as well as a lot of my uh, Hepcats uh, classmates or draftmates did as well. So um, a lot of excitement. And, and yeah, we're going to also, like I said earlier, just kind of really dig in. You know, Enoch here. Um, not me by any means is is definitely an expert in, in oh, a lot wow. of ways and uh, maybe even one of the most knowledgeable people in the country in the planet in the universe on out of the park and how it ticks and and how it works so um you'll be discussing i'll just kind of be the the q guy and enoch's going to be the a guy um where we're going to talk basically what does this mean how does it affect a build how does it affect your player and you as a batter, we're going to talk batter specifically. Pitchers might be a whole nother uh, segment or day or podcast, but uh, how how does that affect your batter and get you to the goals and where you want to be in the league? Because that's something, you know, I'm fairly new to the league still, but it's kind of not exactly clear, you know. Like, to me, outside looking in before talking to Enoch, like, I think gap is great. Like, I, lo- I want to hit the gap. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, doubles for days. But, uh, it, you know, there's there's um, nuances. And, and just like in every, you know, kind of algorithmic base or, or uh, you know, uh, predefined game um, where the, the rules are set and the and the environment and surroundings are set, there's always going to be a meta or a way to, like, optimize, right? So, um, you know, we're not probably going to get into the meta, but we'll at least describe, you know, what each one means and, and how it benefits your player. Um, so I don't know where you want to start, Enoch, but well, I was just getting a little yeah. rundown. Well, I, th- I think we start with the very, very basic, because you, when you create a player, you're given... You're, you're given uh, 
Babbitt, avoid K, gap, power, I, pay, you know, slash patient, speed, stealing, bunting, and then you got the defensive side. And and so well, now I can I can see if you if you came from an OTP background, you you kind of know what it is. And uh, but even then, like like I see you know, a lot of people taking what they knew from OTP trying to translate it over, which kind of works. Um, and there's a logic to it. So you see some cleaner builds because of that. Um, but at the same time, uh, our league, because of the way we function, uh, OTP was not created in with the mindset that, you know, players are manually progressed and and so forth and with archetypes and, 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 and yeah. So, so, um, uh, it, it it still it still may not be you know the you know the it, 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 you know like TPE may still be rich, uh, distributed in a way that may not be that optimal. Um, but it's more for like people from other leagues have never seen OTP before they come in and and they don't really don't. I mean, there, there's two aspects of it. One, the 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 actual attributes of you know that just you know spilled out, and the other side is the archetypes themselves because we never had any guy for it. Um, and that, that's kind of something that that um, really should be written or, or have something, you know, I feel like maybe a video or something, something visual that that we could give to people. And um, so so I think I think we could start off with with just, you know, the attributes and, and basically what they are. So, yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, now if you're not a baseball fan at all, you still don't know, uh, uh, you know, like. Obviously, by that time, uh, you, when you, you know, one who creates a player, they're probably leaning heavily on the rookie mentors and GMs and, and so forth to find, you know, to do whatever it is that they may want. Um, so, uh, uh, so, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I would just assume that there's, you know, anybody who's listening has some at least very general knowledge of what baseball is, you know, like you, <laughs> there's a pitcher, you throw the ball, you hit the ball, and you get on base, you know, so. So um, if if we need to explain what baseball is, um, I guess we could use another podcast to do so. But, but there's uh, probably a better YouTube video out there. Yeah, that's true. Yes, you could probably this. yeah you probably want to find a YouTube video because because I I don't know how to break it down a little bit more. It just it just baseball been ingrained in me, and yeah. I just kind of you know it clicked when I was a kid somewhere along the way, like what it is and and how it works. Um, uh, but so 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 when you first create a player, you 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 know like. The first stat that you you see, or first attribute that you see, is Babbitt. Um, and, and what Babbitt actually stands for is uh, batting average for balls in play. So, which which actually means that uh, when you hit the ball, what is the percentage of time that that actually gets past a fielder and they cannot field it to get you out? And so, so it's not your batting average. That's it's not your actual batting average. It's actually your. It's actually specifically to when you actually make contact with the ball. Uh, and and so what Babbitt is, is it's actually in in real life baseball. It actually kind of it, it actually show how lucky you are. So so in some ways Babbitt, when you put stuff in Babbitt, it's actually increasing your luck um, in in this game. And and yes, it directly ties into like how you. you it, it does directly tie it into to how good your overall batting average is, the higher it goes. Um, but that's not the only aspect of, of what contact is in, in the game. Uh, but I'll get to that later. So the next part is avoid K, which is avoid strikeouts. Yeah, and um, before you get mm-hmm. too far, 
I mean, I think you touched on a really good point that it, I don't really like that you say increases your luckiness or increases your <laughs> luck. I mean, that's true, but it, it, yeah. it's, <laughs> it increases the probability, basically, is what it is. And It and, increases probability, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all you can do in Out of the Park. You know, it's not like I can physically work out more <laughs> to make my yeah, yeah. player better, right? Yeah. Or come up with a different strategy. It's not... Mm -hmm. not that nuance you can't just like pick it, and choose like oh i'm only gonna swing on, i'm i'm never gonna swing on the first pitch or i'm always gonna, you know the, you can't really decide that so you have to upgrade your abilities and and kind of cater well, to it so you'll well, get into it later but like average is kind of a composite of a lot of different attributes and mm -hmm. and even outside circumstances like the pitcher ability and defensive ability of the team you're playing against or batting against. So, but it basically means you're more likely to contact the ball in play more with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think if you want to tie it to real life, if there's a skill set that that, that would tie into, is actually the ability, the, the, old, the old saying, hit, hit the ball where they ain't, you know? Um, and that's exactly what that, that stat does uh, or that attribute does. You're hitting the ball to where the fielder is not, and that's what you're practicing to get better at. Um, so, so yeah, you can hit the ball, but if you hit it directly at a fielder every time, odds are you you know like now you're relying on them to not make a play for you to get on base. So with this, you're saying that you you have better control of where you're hitting the ball, and you can actually get it to you 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 have better back control and and the and and actually placing the ball where you know. You, where you want it to, where where uh, and and making consistent contacts. Uh, it actually, it ties into the next part, which is avoid K, which is the ability to actually put the bat on the ball and not strike out. So the biggest part that avoid K exactly what it sounds like it's avoid strikeouts. So you raise that up, your strikeout percentage goes down. Now in 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 the bring it to our league. Our league is structured in a sense that the 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 strikeout numbers is actually kind of low so so you could so there's a debate of how important or how much of a focus uh you should put into avoid case versus everything else i'm not saying don't put anything in because um we have seen that with uh a very one one jr cook when when he was first called up um jr cook uh good old eldorian um uh, when he his first season with New Orleans, when he got called up, his avoid K, if I'm not mistaken, was around like 35 to 40. He never raised it, and he ended up holding and still does hold the strikeout record for the league in one season with 180 or something like that. Um, and and so. So obviously that's that, the that, highest, that is, right? Like he that, struck out. He, he struck the out the most as a batter. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the most strikeout in one season. So he still holds that title, um, and it's been coming into the tenth season now. I, I think that he did it in season nineteen. I believe there's a season nineteen when he when he broke that record. Um, so um, so so with the avoid K, what that does is is bring that strikeout number down and have your player actually make contact with the ball and give yourself a better chance to getting a hit. So you 
so yeah, just um, and and I'll explain. So so keep in mind, Babbitt and Avoid K. Put those two aside for for now, and, and remember those two. And then we move on to the next one down. It's actually Gap. Now Dustin touched on Gap before. Gap uh, Gap is the ability to to hit the ball into what is called the gap, which is the outfield gap between uh, between outfielders. So if you're in real life, if you're able to hit, get it into the gap, you're getting yourself an extra base hit. You're not just getting a single unless you hit it so hard where where you where 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 the ball travels so fast and straight <laughs> yeah, back at some... you. Know, which we've seen. You're know, like like we've yeah. seen like we have seen like the world's longest single because the ball was hit so hard that that it just flew straight into into the wall and bounced straight back to to a fielder and they threw yep. it back in and, and unless and that's you a combina- know, i mean that's a that's a kind of down the rabbit hole a little bit that's a combination yeah. of uh batter's speed or lack thereof and or lack yeah, thereof um, and plus comedy yeah. and there's also some crazy um outfielders who are wicked fast and see the ball really well off the bat but sometimes no matter how good of a path you take the ball just gets by and yeah 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 it's it's been done and but but also a, a a ball in the gap can get you a triple it's it's kind of um it's a crazy thing um that really i don't know if there's anything else like it in sports where you can have so much variability from like a similar thing i guess i mean there's probably ones i'm it, it kind of like it's kind of like in football. It's like you throw a screen pass; it could lose you yards. Not that a gap ever loses you yards usually, but or loses you a hit. But you know, a screen pass could get you like a twenty-yard gain, a sixty-yard gain, or like no gain or worse, right? So it it's kind of weird. It's kind of like this mystery box of what's going to happen, and it's dependent on other things in in real life at least. And and now Enoch, so so how does that affect out of the park world? So, so in, in in gap here, it's it it does ultimately the higher gap you do you, you put in there, the more doubles you have and more triples. You, um, and, and and that ties into something else later. So that's the the, the very basic concept of it. Um, however, it doesn't actually make you a better hitter. It all it does is replaces the hit. Let's say let's say you only raise that and everything else is same. The game sees that. Let's say it was going to determine that based on your configuration you're going to get 150 hits in in that season well raising the gap does not make you go from 150 to 170 hits no is you're still staying at 150 except the percentage of those hits that are now from single to double increases or or turn of extra base hits increases and okay. and that's going to increase your slugging percentage again if you're a baseball fan you know mm-hmm. slugging percentage OPS. I mean, these are a lot of talked about yes. stats, and and that's what increasing the gap at least to a point will do. Is it, it will increase your slugging percentage. It will. Um, uh, testing is that the very very little of it actually does a decent amount. So what I've seen a lot of people do in in building their player is they never touch gap until the very very end. And sometimes it works. I'm not saying it doesn't work because in all the randomness of the sim engine, it, it does work. But, but to me, it didn't make sense because, because I'm not, you know, like it's not a so focused. But if you raise it just enough, like you're you're saying, even and even a very basic concept of just if you instead of hitting a single, you hit a double, and there's a person on first, 
well, odds are that person, because you hit a double, that person is rounding for a third and coming home, even though they're not in scoring position. Or even if they're in scoring position, if you hit a single, there's no guarantee that they they they're able to get home because it could be a bloop single or something like that that wasn't hit very hard. So with a double, you 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 increases your chances of RBI. So I'm not saying that you know you focus so much on it and now you're just gonna be you know like you're gonna double your RBI output you know for the season. No, uh, because you're not actually getting you know you're you're not being a better hitter because of it. So a lot of people ignore it because it doesn't it doesn't actually make you a better hitter in terms of average and in terms of you know like like it, you don't have a concrete um how should i say it? Uh, you don't have a concrete like or definitive like result that that you see um but what what i have said is that gap is needed and there's a number that you should hit in the minors and there's a number that you should hit like when you're getting to certain tpes to kind of and and the way i've always said it is you sprinkle it along the way it's not a sole focus but you sprinkle it, and 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 since you know, like, since it, you're not raising it by a lot, you're not investing a lot at a time to it. But just you know, a little bit at a time can make a difference. And so, and so, I want to touch on that a little bit too about mm-hmm. the sprinkling. Really, I think what every um, new user and and in PBE, and you know, if you've been in other sim leagues, you kind of understand it as well. Um, the reality is you have a defined amount of TPE to play with um, week in and week out, um, season in, season out, however you want to use your uh, frame of reference. So it's not that it's a bad stat to invest in. It's just, is that the best stat to spend your TPE in at that moment in your career at that point in time, right? Um, well, there, there's there's a, yeah, I'll, I'll touch... I'll touch on that too because because that because what you said there is actually really key. Is that stat what you should be focusing on at that point in your career? Um, that matters, yep. you know. Like like I I I I can't prove it. <laughs> I don't because I can't prove it, but I I'm a firm believer that progression, how you progress, matters. Um, and, and another thing too. Um, and this is kind of outside of uh, an individual player, but you know, for me personally, um, I'm trying to help the heck cats win, right? Like that's my goal. And so, um, I work with my GM now, uh, Twitchy. How is the best way to spend my TPE that benefits the team? Like, yeah, I could, I could just spring load my gap to. 45 right now if I wanted to or well I can't now because I'm updated thanks BTS um but you know I could get it to 45 like right now if I wanted to but is it more valuable to invest that in my BABIP instead or Mm -hmm. defensive abilities if you're just coming Mm -hmm. out of the draft you know that's a that's a key one that a lot of teams want you to just Mm -hmm. get that knocked out of the you know knocked out right away is get your defensive up so you're not a liability um, in the field, so yes, that's you know that's another. Yeah, what is your value too. to the team? And, exactly, and, and and like I like there there are ways to progress, and and, and this is where I I kind of hold back on telling people how to because it 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 matters for what team you play for, it it actually does like how you progress. 
um, and what to focus on at different times. So, so each GM has their own theory and uh, how they built their teams and so forth, and and ultimately what you want your player to be. Now, now this is a what you want your player to be. It's a lot easier to be done in the minors because you have a 350 cap, and you can focus on different things. In the majors, it becomes more about your arc and what you chose because if you chose, you know, a, a, a streak, well you're going to be a space uh, you're going to be a, 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 a base dealer and you're going to be a high contact guy and not really hit you know that much for power that's will never be you if you want to hit for power you're not picking that now in a minor streak could actually hit you a lot of home runs and so you know like it does more it does more where where because of the limitation of the ppe amount you know you're able to 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 Kind of play with all that in the minors in that 350 build um, a lot more and how to optimize it. Uh, so so um, so so it is it is very key to communicate with your GM on how to build your player and and my recommendation is actually you gotta know where you want to be at. You have to have a plan. Like I, I think there's not enough people that have an idea and they're just like oh let me just take it from week to week. It may work out, but you're kind of leaning on like, you know, like not knowing directionless until it's too late. And and let me just uh, make sure no one's in, intimidated. So like, to me, when Enoch says knowing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, when knowing where you want to go and having a plan doesn't mean you have every single TPE point planned out. No, no, a, no. As far no as means, how you're no. going <laughs> to spend it, how you're going to earn it. So yeah. like. I'll just use myself as an example here. So when the Hepcats were scouting me and other teams were scouting me, you know, they'd ask me, well, what kind of player do you want to be? And I'm like, well, I don't want to strike out a lot. I want to hit hit for contact. You know, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to always just hit home runs or be a home run or bust kind of guy. I just want to be like a, a solid all-around hitter, you know, like a one of my favorite players growing up and why picked the number 17 Todd Helton you know he wasn't like a huge huge power guy but he had Coors Field so <laughs> park factors again shout out to Eldorian but uh, <laughs> um, you know so that was what I wanted and then and then I really uh, appreciate and and I've relied on Enoch and and Twitchy to kind of help guide that build at least through the minors like there'll be some probably ebbs and flow um in the in the majors team and or in the majors and and whatever the team needs me to kind of be at at that point in the team's direction uh, it'll it'll float around a little bit but like generally I'm not probably going to be a you know a 20 plus home run a season guy um that's just the build I picked you know and and um you know, I think that's what Enoch is touching on is like at least have a plan or like a direction. Like if you're just kind of like splashing a little bit into each category and like balancing it all out and you're like, oh, well, you know, it's more effective to spend up to 40 in this one. So I'm going to just get my speed from 15 to 40, even though I'm a big man on campus or something like, no, that's not like that's probably not the best. Um you know, unless there's some super secret meta that I don't know about, which could definitely be true. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that when, when, when we get there. 
but <laughs> but I guess that's that's kind of the the general idea. Don't you don't necessarily need to have it like oh yeah I gotta know every single week I'm gonna get this uh, BABIP and then you know get this up to here. Like no you don't have to be like that. But you know kind of figure out and and that's kind of part of the point yeah. of the archetype is like figure out what you want to do. Like like yeah. you said if you're picking the streak you're not gonna hit. 20 home runs a season, you know, in the majors. You might do really well at the dish in the minors just because of all the, the cap limitations, but, uh, you, you know, kind of have an understanding of uh, what your goal is for your player, and, and yeah. you don't have to listen to your team necessarily. There's nothing that says you will, but uh, your team will like you a lot more if you do <laughs> listen to them and – yeah. Uh, and at least take their input, and especially in the minors, because r the reality is the minors don't matter that much. I mean, they do, but statistics do not matter as much for, like, draft position or um, really give a clear indication of what your arch archetype and what your player is going to do in the majors necessarily, just because of the cap and... and and everything else you know i could mm -hmm. i could hit 20 home runs you know in my third season in the minors and then never go above 15 in the majors you know so yeah. that's you know or just our recommendation um but you can do whatever you want technically it's just i think you'll have a more successful career if you're a rookie or a, a you know a first or second year player coming in um just by kind of being flexible with other um i guess methods to increase your I, players ratings yeah. it's more having a, a a bigger focus than just the immediate you know like uh um i i, I think that's something that with the hepcats i've i've kind of tried to do more with um uh it's to and not not just you know out of guessing this is this is about using the sim and finding out different builds and what they do um within the realm and, and it gets and not gonna lie it still gets hard because because the the sim itself you know there's a lot of variables so even though i can test out well right now there's no guarantee i can't sit here and guarantee that you know this is what's going to happen you know i i can make a best guess situation based on what I know, you know, how the team is structured and, and depending on what situations are happening to, to kind of optimize the builds. Um, so, so, um, and, and that's, you know, like, like for, and case in point was actually like, uh, like Vladimir Batista and uh, Santana Cruz. Those builds were planned out when they first joined the team based on what they want to be and taking advantage of the arc that they chose and, and what the strength of those arcs are. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, like just because we planned it out, that's why Vlad has an MVP and that's why Cruz is MVP. That's, you know, there is, there is, or, or why Cruz like shattered the, the war record, <laughs> you know, like, 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 you can't. I can't plan for that. I, it's not like I sat there at the beginning. It's like, hey, so uh, boom. Uh, so this is what we're gonna plan out for you. And by your third season, you're going to shatter the re war record because that's how I planned it out to be. No, no. My what I planned it out is not. It's not about making people goats. That's not the point. The point is is about making people as productive for the team as possible. 
you know, where where they're not a liability in anywhere, and based on what they want, you know, they, you only have so many TPE to go around. So so what what do you want to focus on? What the team needs, and so forth. It it makes more sense. It's more of a case for 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 the for for the majors team because because there's from now you're talking about like from when you get called up at like you know 450 or whatever it is that that you're on you know you get to up to you know like 1800 if you're a max earner there's a lot of space that you can work off of um and i'm not saying again you don't have to plan out like every single thing it's like oh meticulously this is how i get there um but there is a the progression logic behind it you know there's a reason I, I really do think that there's a reason why Juosu and, and Maj and, and other people have had success with multiple players. Because there's a logic to how they built their players. And I'm you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that it wasn't, you know, like there's no sim luck behind it. Of course there's you know, like no one controls it hundred percent because, you know All but... you can do is try to put the odds in your favor or increase yeah. the probability. Mm -hmm. And and like you said, the progression is kind of timing it right you know mm -hmm. that that's all yeah. you can do and and you know another thing i want to touch on um and i think we've talked about it before here is that you know it, it is kind of your individual player but it's always good to consider the success of the team because there's something to be said and and i don't think this is fully proven but it seems to be the case that a you know it's kind of like a rains when it pours kind of thing in out of the park where like if everyone's playing bad then everyone's playing really bad <laughs> but like yeah, I, you yeah. know if you have in the majors even in the minors like if there's two or three like good batters around you that are like you know in the in the four digits you know they're 1200 plus tpe right like they're good batters um or or you know even max but like and then you're kind of like this up-and-coming batter who's a rookie, it's like, well, there's something to be said about manipulating your attributes or, or progressing your attributes in a different fashion that kind of helps blend with the team. You know, let's say the three of those really good four batters are, like, just super heavy power hitters, right? Like, do, do you need to necessarily be a... Even if your archetype is, like, a big man or you want to be a power hitter again, you know... Do you need to go all the way out on power, or is it more beneficial just to get your on base percentage up so you get more runs and more more at bats you know because you're going around the lineup more you know there's there's all that to be considered there's a lot of that to be considered yes that is so, very true so like um, where mm -hmm. yeah that's that's all my point was is it it's a you know, I've said it, I think, on a previous podcast, but baseball is a very strange sport where mm -hmm. it's it's like these individual one-on-one -on -one matchups where, yeah, it is about your batter or your pitcher. But then what happens is you have a guy in front of you who does the same thing and the guy behind you, and you put the ball on the plate. I mean, then it becomes team element, you know, every yeah. single after every single kind of pitch. So and 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 hit and contact. So, um, that's that's all I'm getting at is basically, yeah. it, it it matters um as well to benefit the team, even if it doesn't fulfill your exact goals in the short term. Always be thinking about the long term because realistically, and <laughs> Enoch, what I don't I'm not sure where your thoughts are, but like it seems like there's about 
three to four seasons in the majors until you kind of hit your stride as a mm-hmm. batter, depending on how much you're earning. Like, mm-hmm. uh, hit, hit your stride in, in your archetype. You know, I'll just yeah. use Twitchy and as, as an example. You know, he's he's got his uh, pathway figured out, and he's 800 or 900 TPE. He's over 1,000 now. He is he's over 1,000 now. now. He's so, over 1,000 now. But, like, it, it makes his me first feel two old seasons... Again, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he batted, like, 215 his first two seasons, right? Or, like, 220. And and that's not yeah. He's been really... notoriously bad, like 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 worse than I, like some of the tests that that came out and and uh, I, but but yeah, finish up. I think I think it like, ties into something else I was gonna say. That's what I'm getting at. So like as a Hepcat, he was great, he, and he's still a great user, of course. So can't take anything away from him. But like his player, you know, first two seasons, uh, a little rough. But like, you know, he hasn't really like blossomed out his archetype yet but i would look for him like this season or 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 next season you know kind of his third or fourth full major league season to really like explode um just because you know if the team around him is getting better and like he's you know finally kind of hit those thresholds um for his uh attributes within his archetype so yes and um i i think uh this isn't the case all the time. So so it's not like uh but I call what happened with Twitchy and, and there's others, um, the bad team syndrome. There's nothing Cancun can do because because I was talking to I was talking to Brain last night and, and about just, you know, teams and stuff and um great chat with him. Love I love Brain. Uh just just was a great teammate and uh I do miss him a lot as a teammate. Really wish that um I'm glad that he's a GM, but you know, like obviously what he wanted to do, but but do miss him as just you know a teammate being on the team. Uh, but um, uh, we, we're talking it, it, because the progression of of in, in sim leagues as a whole is pretty predictable, in a sense that you know, like like assuming that you get the activity from players and they don't go IA, um, you only have even if you're a max earner and you're like this incredible sim league person your, your player is still only going to get so many tv a season so so you don't have those jumps like you know not like vladimir you know like uh, guerrero jr where where he's like oh he's like middling middling and all of a sudden boom you know like like 50 home runs you know like all of a sudden break out it, that doesn't really happen here yep. or, or you don't have your rookie coming up and, and just like you know the ronald Acuna and, and just dominate you know it doesn't happen you know um because of of the way the progression works, uh, so so again, no, you know, like like none of Cancun's fault because they they're going to be good, except that good hasn't happened yet. They're not there yet. So so with that, there's something called bad bad team syndrome that I believed in. Uh, your stats get dragged down, like you said before. When it pours, it rains. Uh, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> uh, when it pours, it rains. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. And and um, and, and it's that same thing. It's just like. Uh, you could chalk it up to maybe he didn't have like, uh, like in Twitchy's case, you, he may not have uh, uh, line of protection or something like that. You, I, I don't know, but well, but, it's you know, like, it's it's like an odds thing in like number yeah. of attempts. You know, think of it like in basketball or football. Like the more attempts you have, you know, the more likely something will happen, right? Like shoot or shoot, right? Pro- probably, <laughs> so, yeah. So like. The worse your team is, the fewer 
times you go through the lineup, right? Mm -hmm. So that means the fewer at-bats. Like, if you're only averaging, you know, three to four at-bats per game because your team's only averaging two runs per game, that doesn't give you a lot of time to, um, you know, go four for five and really boost up your stats, right? Um, so that's that's my theory, at least, behind it, is you just have less um, opportunities to make an impact happen. Um, yeah, it, so, so for whatever, you know, like, like, and obviously that's not, you know, completely 100% the case because we saw on the exact same team, Muzi, who, uh, Leo Robert, yep. spectacular season, yep. you know, and, and, and now, so, so does that, you know, uh, so, so it's not like a 100% case, but, but, you know, like the way I see it is that, if, you know, you, you you're going your stats comes your your odds of you getting the good uh the odds of you um the odds of you getting good stats comes from a, a good team yep. um not again that's not completely guaranteed but you want to play the odds you know you you, you know if, if your goal is to if your sole goal is to hey i want to give myself the best chance to succeed statistically speaking you know like you you and like uh, uh, in immediately, I should say, you know, like not, you know, uh, then then you need to find yourself in a place where where the surrounding would support it. Absolutely. Now, I mean, they they talk a uh, yeah. lot about um, wins for a pitcher being a team stat more than an individual pitcher mm -hmm. stat, but there is pitching factors like the the fewer runs you give up the game, the better probability you have of winning the game. Right. That's just that's just math <laughs> um, but well and the same it, thing with a batter you know if you want to be a hall of fame batter you know one of the key um statistics for batting is like rbi right like a runner batted in but like rbi is a batter stat but it's also kind of a team stat because if nobody's getting on base in front of you you're not going to get as many rbis um i know, do want to prefer i do want to preface what i said is there's a couple of things to, to what i said Obviously, everybody wants good stats. I'm not saying don't go to bad teams. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. You should, you should, you know, find whatever it is that you believe in, you know, in terms of the team. Because even if they're bad now, like again, you're talking about progression and what you believe the team will be. Yep. You know, and and that could turn around. Yeah. Again, it's not and like teams overnight. go through cycles too. And teams I mean, go through cycles. Yes. Because that's very they had true. a big draft and, class and you yeah. know S eighteen or whatever. Well, now they're gonna start. You know, the window's gonna start closing, I guess, for their success. Or you know, I'm just making things up. But like, that's that's the idea. Is is there teams that go through an ebb and flow, and and you as a rookie or newcomer player, whatever, um, drafty, like, um, if you you believe in the team and your and your build, and you have some pieces around you to work with, I like to believe yeah. that every GM in the league is at least putting their best foot forward to put a successful uh, ball team together. If it isn't S28, it might be S32, but they've yeah. got at least are trying to work toward that. So Oh yeah, yeah, you got to be able to see that and 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 uh and 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 you could be a part of something special. Even though the the club is not good right now, there could be something special. And 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 you also have to trust that they know how to build yep. in a way that you know, uh, in a way that that both built a team and your player, you know, to to be able to 
benefit because here's the thing is um in baseball your individual success usually translate out to team success you know um like it's not like basketball where 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 oh if you sacrifice your points but you pass more the team could be more successful you know like I, there's there's no way it's like oh you get less amount of RBIs the team would be more successful right you know it's if like you if hit you less, hit fewer home you know, runs if you get, you're gonna if do you worse home, like, home, yeah no. yeah like like it's like no if you just don't get on base the team would be better that way it doesn't work that way you know right. like so 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 every GM out there is trying to get the best out of your individual stats too because that translates out to team success exactly. so by no means is anyone asking you to sacrifice you know whatever <laughs> because the, the reality is that yeah coming up you're at 600 TPE. Well, you're not batting cleanup. If you are batting cleanup, your team sucks. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so so you probably your team aren't that good. Uh, it, it, your team isn't that good, and and uh, so I wouldn't. Or your will love. I wouldn't re- so <laughs> oh, your will oh, your will love. Who had but, like but, probably one of the best rookie seasons. Well, and, and, and in the a platoon, while. Uh, but but that platooning helps. Yeah, you, know, you saw that platooning worked. You know, it worked through the T between Chipper and and Will, and and uh, you know, does does that happen every time? No, but but you know, but kudos to 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 low key and and kudos to to Darf, uh, Darkwing to that that um uh where where they are they they are willing to do it and and had com- com- combined a very good season. Yeah, you know, and uh you know and and on a team that totally underperformed. Yep. Uh. uh so so that was a bright spot and uh so so yeah i mean i i think that getting off to that good start really helps too and uh but hopefully we'll see how it continues on and so yeah we got on a really we got um quite the tangent like we We always go on a tangent so (laughs) So let's try to bring it back in we're gonna bring it back in and talk about the knicks part and and I, i i i said before put babbitt and avoid Cade into a little little basket by themselves right now and the next part you're going to put along with them because this these combined three it actually the next part is power power avoid Cade, babbitt they combine together to actually create what is called contact in the sim uh, and, and what you see on the index so when you see contact it doesn't match up with your babbitt it doesn't match up with your avoid Cade, it doesn't match up with your power it actually is a combination of those three and depending which one you have more and so forth it raises the contact uh, uh, and and obviously the higher contact you have the, the odds of you hitting better from an average standpoint happens so so it so what is the great magical combination there probably isn't one um uh but but um the, it, you know, so so it, there's enough variation in the sim where where I don't know if if there is like magical combination to it. Um, I, I, so I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like what my thoughts completely are on that. Uh, but also it depends on what kind of hitter you are too. So, uh, but I can tell you this is that if you don't have if you're really low on one of the three, that overall contact kind of goes down and it might not be as effective. Um, but I would venture to say that Babip and Mavoy K combined together will probably make you a very good contact hitter um, without that power. But I do believe the power play so 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 before anything else, power um is just the amount of home run that you're going to hit. Um and and unlike gap, uh that power actually does 
increase your overall contact, like I said. So you could potentially have more hits because you have more power. Um, and I guess you could say that the theory behind that is, is that uh, you could have warning track power, and if you add more power to it, all of a sudden a few more sneaks out as home runs and average goes up and yeah, so forth. Does, does uh, power impact, like, velocity of the ball off the bat so um like i didn't know if it was yeah. like if you hit uh if you have more I, power I, you might yeah. be more likely to burn you know a line drive or a grounder between short and I, third right versus like i actually i actually believe that i yeah. actually believe that I, I i can't i there's no like I, I haven't found anything otp that specifically says so well they do have like, velocities um, don't they off of each yeah but but i don't know if it's just kind of I, I don't know where they base it off of. Yeah. Uh, so so they, I, I don't know where they get the numbers from or there's how to calculate it. Um, the, the theory, your theory, I, I think, I actually believe that a, a bit, um, is, you know, I call it the Aaron Judge theory. You know, like, yeah. because Aaron Judge is a high, like, he's a high strikeout guy. So for him to bat 280, 300, it kind of doesn't make sense, you know, like, like from the hit. But what happens is that he hits the ball so hard that it gets past yeah, like things that know, like, would be hit or would wouldn't be, be yeah. hits um normally because like it gets past would yeah. have time to get to exactly. it exactly or you know it's exactly. like exactly even an outfielder you know could have just like you said you know gotten burned now obviously there's a bunch mm -hmm. of shifts and everything like that in the mm -hmm. real game and 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 i think getting out of the park too they do a little bit of shifting so oh but, no uh, we, we shift a lot in, in so, the pbe so yeah so so, so yeah <laughs> So I mean that's that was just the kind of a off the cuff theory that I had and 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 generally speaking from a a, a traditional um, error versus non error stats recording like if a ball is like rocked and and like a shortstop like dives like you know just yeah. way across the field and actually knocks it down but just can't make a throw generally speaking that's just an infield signal and not an error because he couldn't yeah. make the throw so like that that can translate you know in irl at least that translates to average kind of like you were saying with, i i with Aaron I, Judge. I think it does to a little bit in in otp like you know it's not like i really sat there and just like well you know because, <laughs> you know let, let's compare because because there's so again like you gotta keep in mind is that um the the variables behind it you know like uh if you want high average you're still focusing on babbitt and avoid k you know not you don't you don't necessarily have to have power but that power i think helps a little bit you know so it goes back to you don't have to have massive power if you, you don't want to but you know you can't leave it at like min because i i think it, it just you're just not hitting well enough so 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 you got to get that up a little bit you can't just ignore it you know so so i i don't think any of the, the attributes here you could just completely ignore and that that's kind of the, the point in this is I see people ignoring them, um, and 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 because at one point you're gonna run out of stuff. Even even if you just focus on whatever, you're gonna run out. You know, it's not like the infinite amount of Babbitt that you could just keep putting into. Yep. So you're gonna run out eventually. You're gonna have to push those up anyways. So so you're better off like because of just the structure of how the leak and and how these archetypes work. You're you're better off at at try to you know. To try to sprinkle in other aspects as well. So, and like I said, like like the, you know, the theory is um, OTP. How good you are on certain things, it's relative. Um, if your top guy, if your top guy in the league only has sixty power, well, then then 
then they'll, uh, then they're going to lead the they will probably end up hitting more home runs than if they had 60 power when everybody else had 80. That that's just how the the sim kind of works in terms of 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 having the the league modifier and how it adjusts as a whole. Now, um and and um and so I'm not saying you know you know double the amount of you know uh. Uh, home runs that you have, if that's the case, it may be spread out more evenly because there's a league total that that it, it believes that the the league would be based on those modifiers. So how it allocates, you know, those numbers gets a little. I, I can't really explain it. So you do see, you know, sometimes it gets a little top heavy, and maybe sometimes it doesn't because that's just how the sim engine works. Uh, so so, but with power, yeah, I I I I mean, I I still think that you know like. Like it needs to be focused a, a little bit, and um, I gotta make a note because I was gonna say something I I just probably say at the end. That the next part, the the, the next attribute down is that uh, it's eye patience. Um, eye patience will. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Give give me one second. Here. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because my theory, and and you know nothing against powers, it was kind of a four-headed monster between Babip. K's um power and I, but um you know I is maybe more about drawing walks and more for on base than it is for contact. Um but I don't know for sure. That's why I wanted to pick your brain, Enoch, on that. Yeah. So so I patience, uh the the very basic of it is that how much how, how much walk you get. So if you leave it low, they would never walk and 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 likely not really a top of the order hitter because you're not getting on base as much and you're relying on on your batting average to, to try to get on and you never if you don't invest in that you you're, you're not going to get on base a lot and which which to me um hurts the team a lot more and um uh and then um so that's the base of, of what i patience is now i don't know if it's to the point where they can lay off certain pitches better or they can uh selectively hit better because they have better eye now there's i have not found any documentation in 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 otb that says so um it just seems that it it, it was very much just um about it was very much just about uh uh the amount of walks that you you get um but the the one thing that we have noticed is that um eye patience being too high sometimes takes away from overall home run totals because you're because they're taking more walks and they're not swinging as much so they're actually not hitting actually hitting as much um it it's kind of like in, in, in to the real life uh comparison was actually uh uh the one i can recall is jason giambi jason giambi had like incredible eyes and he would take these Ball fours that like no like how, how does he know it's like it's like a centimeter off of you know uh, off of the strike zone and he takes it so so like his walk total is always like absurdly high but then the question was like well could he have been a p better power hitter even though he's a very good power hitter at his prime like could he have hit more could have drove in more runs if he actually swung at those and so that's kind of my real life comparison to to that and how I call CCI. Um, but I, I think most team would agree is that hey, I, it's Moneyball, because he gets on base, <laughs> and that that's more important than anything else. 
and I do I do agree that uh, I, I do agree with that because I want I want guys to constantly get on base. I don't care how. And and for for myself, I never care about the home run as much. I I believe in a barrage of hits. I believe I believe in putting on the pressure on 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 the pitcher because we are going to take like 15 pitches and I'm going to tire you out and I'm going to get on base. That is how I want my team to play. Um, so that home run sometimes backfires because it's actually a rally killer. Yeah, and I was, you know, Giambi was a good example. I was going to say uh, Frank Thomas was another one who, you know, has been criticized <laughs> for walking too much or, you know, it's like, can you get into the Hall of Fame just by walking? Because really good average and it's like... Well, he was also a DH lot. for the most most part and I think that, yeah. that's going to hurt a bit. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't... No, but because you could, the other argument is like, well, they wouldn't have been like great pitches for them to hit. Wouldn't they, if they, if they weren't comfortable hitting them, wouldn't they just be an out? So, so, well, so like you don't know what would have happened. But there's a lot of good batters that can, you know, get the, get the barrel on the ball outside of the but, strike zone. But maybe, but you could, yeah, those, those are them, you know, like, yep. but is this, is this them, you know, like, like, you know, like, like, it's it's hard to like this is what they've been taught and what they're comfortable with. Now you're trying to force them to be something else, and they may not be as yeah, effective. That that's my theory to it. I um, mean, we can go round and round on it. Yeah. It's like okay, you know, game situation. It's like you got a guy in scoring position. You know, do you try to you just, just, just yes get a bloop single I, to score him, or do you just yeah. walk and now you're at first and second? You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, but 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 they may actually know that the way they they like to hit. You're not getting those bloop singles. That's yeah. not, you know, like because they're power hitters. Both of them yeah. power hitters. They're swinging for the fences, you know. So and then you have the so opposite uh, side of the spectrum. Adam Dunn, who, <laughs> who <laughs> well, strike out. Adam Dunn, no, no. Adam Dunn walked a lot too, though, which is which is the most baffling thing. Yeah. Like, Adam Dunn walked a lot, and it's one of those like like so so. Which is it? Like, are you? Are you just swinging and missing a lot of things, but yet you know where the ball is? It's just like your eye-hand coordination is just not there. Is that what it is? You know, so that's that's my theory. But <laughs> but um, yeah, like um, yeah, and, and then you have guys like you know like Vladimir Guerrero, senior, like who would just swing at everything. Yeah, I mean, I but think he hit a home run that bounced off the uh, plate or something. Off and 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 this is what I and I didn't know this till because I always knew like like. Like I, like I always admire Guerrero, um, and, and just like, dude, he can hit anything. Yeah. Like the ball would be like five feet off the plate, and somehow he would get a base hit off of you. You can't walk the guy, <laughs> you know. Like if you, even if you try, you know. So, but then I was like, like ah, you know. So his, his strikeout percentage must be pretty high. No, oh my goodness, like his his strikeout percentage throughout his career was like like ten percent. Yeah, I mean. Like he does not strike out, even he though just he just saw the ball well out of the pitcher's hand, you it's know, and it's absolutely like, amazing. Like, and, and it's not like he was ever going against scrub pitchers. I mean, he, yeah. he would play against like Pedro Martinez probably yeah, yeah. three or four when when he was with the Red Sox and, he, yeah, and all the by, great by no Yankees means pitchers. Are scrub, yeah, 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 and and he would and, and the fact that you know like 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 he would just hit everything. Yeah, it, it was absolutely incredible. Like, like you would think that you know he strikes out like twenty percent, you know, time because he his strike zone is about you know the size of the Grand Canyon, but, <laughs> but, but no, like, like he would just like that's how gifted and it, of a hitter it was the he bat was. angle too. Like he could go down and get it. I mean, oh yeah, he could reach out and get it. Like, like yeah. that was the big thing too. Is like it's weird. It almost 
was a little bit of a lag time from when Vlad left the league and retired to where now you see more guys kind of creating a launch angle and like I don't want to say golfing at it, but yeah. but more guys. It used to be like even for me how I was taught, you know, back in the day, like you got a you know knob of the bat down, you like you're swinging an axe, kind of like you want to hit the hit down on the ball to go up, you know, and 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 Vlad didn't really. He, I mean, he he. I'm not really going to criticize his contact because he's um, one of the best to do it, but it's like he would change his bat angle based on where the pitch was going to give himself a hit. That's why, like, we joked about it. Like, he hit he like, he like hit a home run off the ball. That's because he had the right bat angle to do it. <laughs> and, and, you know, if he wanted to – it felt like if he wanted to get a hit, he got it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, like, again, that's the most incredible part about – uh, about that and and uh just just uh, yeah but 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 yeah uh back to what we we're talking <laughs> back about to ba- back, to PBE. back to back to back to pve but uh so so that i i i would venture to say that you know that, that eye patience depending on where you're hitting because because i don't need you to get on base in that sense if you're batting like six or, yeah. or you're batting third you know that's the, the 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 obp is not what i'm looking for i'm looking for you to drive in the runs so if you, but you're hitting second first, that OBP comes in very, very handy. You know, I'm not saying, you know, ignore it. So, so where you bat and so forth plays into it. And, and this is about plan. You know, when I go back to talking about planning it out, it's not just you planning it out. It's having, working with your GM to figure out, well, what is the future of the team and what, what are the possibilities? You know, obviously no one has it to a T, you know, no one can control that, but, but, um, you know, there's a general idea. It's like, well, you know, like the way your arc works is that, you know, and the way you want your player to be is like, I see you as, a, you know, doing this and that. So, so once you you have that, then you have a better idea of what to focus on at different times. And there's so many seasons between between you and getting to, you know, a area where you get to really be productive. That you know, you have time to do so. But having that plan means that you're not just throwing TPE everywhere. Um, and hoping for the best. And, and something that I learned a very long time ago is that if you're too balanced everywhere, it actually hurts you. Yeah. Um, especially in the minors. Um, like, you got to be good at one thing. You got to focus on, like, well, what is it that is most important to you? And then just go for it. If it's, if it's power, then just go nuts. If it's, if, it's con, if it's just batting average, then go nuts on, on, on Babbitt, yep. you know? If it's base if, running, if you, I mean now the now up. the yeah. only one that I takes back take back is is you want to be an OBP like king, uh that doesn't that you can't just focus on I because it actually <laughs> defeats the purpose because you'd be batting two hundred and while you're while you're a hundred you probably could get to like a hundred you know like points over your average you're still only a three hundred OBP guy yeah. and that is garbage yeah <laughs> so so like so so for for one to say that. Like oh I want to walk a lot. Well there's there's a there's a point where where uh in in the minors where uh that it, it's kind of like uh the the return I like guess a val the return on your investment in I doesn't make sense anymore. Um and and you have it too high and you don't have anything else you you're still not getting on base. You're just getting a lot of walks. Yeah. You know, and it really doesn't actually help you or help your team in, in, in matter of fact. 
so so yeah so so the eye has to kind of play in with with the other hitting stats too to make sure that that the overall obp actually makes sense now i would so, i would say that it, the way our league works is that because there's so many people who have invested so much in eye um it kind of the the saying is that if you have a hundred in some, you have a hundred whatever, or, or you know, eighty in this case, the, you know, I'm looking the one, it's eighty i, you know, eighty i is pretty darn good. But if everybody has that, then no one has it because the way, that, <laughs> because because again, the sim needs to divvy up all that number. But if everybody has it, then it's not like oh, you're not better than everybody else. It's just gonna, however it decides, it gets random. And Which I think that's the problem. I don't know if I necessarily it. agree with that, but I understand it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it could work out. I'm not saying it's not, but you know, but I've seen where, where because because of that, they're like, like why aren't you walking? You know, like right. you have like you know, like like you have such you know, like you have 75 eye, you but you're not walking, and, yeah. and and this goes into power too because like uh, Tom Shu, who's you know now now back to back MVP, well, you kind of erase you know a few seasons back when he had he's had hundred power. But he was hitting 13 home runs a season. Yeah, and it's like, and it never made sense. See, you know? and and that's why, so, like, I don't know. I kind of, you know, if they're trying to mimic real life baseball, I feel like there's, um, eras or years of hitters and pitchers. I remember, God, well, this would have been 10 years ago. It was like the year of the pitcher. There was like three perfect games or two perfect games and like three no hitters or something like that. And, and the league average is really down. And then allegedly the balls were not changed. And, and then all of a sudden the batting numbers went up. <laughs> well, from a pitcher perspective, you, you know, is a fan, I'm sure it's more fun or whatever. I like pitchers duels, even though I'm a batter um, at heart, but I guess, so I, I get it. But like, to me, it should your ratings should square up against your pitching and defense, and that's how it should be weighed out, not relative to other players. But I, that's a different topic for a, a different yeah, day, and we can it's argue the way, that. And the that's way not really... the way the sim kind of functions, and yeah, and and keep that in no... mind is that like keep it in mind is that no matter what sim and what league we're in, I, none of these sims are designed for what any of us you know no. are making it to do um so the fact that you could even get close to what we wanted to do i already counted as a blessing yeah. so um but but i think I, I think part of it is is working out the arcs too where where things are different and and uh and and you can see like like there it is where the balancing team needs to come in to kind of take a look it's like well is it doing what we needed to do or is it because everything is too similar and it just won't do what it you know that won't, won't do what it needs to do absolutely and so um well so, so you know enoch before um you know i think right now we're actually at a pretty good break point in the um attributes because the rest of the attributes on the batting side uh, offensive side i'd say mm -hmm. and, and and fielding and defense is is kind of uh more like fundamentals um, I'd say less than the batting. So, um, we could save that. We could bank that for we another could time. Bank that for next week. Yes, we um, could bank that for next week. And, uh, and, and what okay. I wanted to do here mm -hmm. for the last little bit, um, is we could talk a little bit about the opening day, but, uh, um, I was also going to touch base. Um, we didn't, um, I, I don't have, a 
um, or didn't have much of a relationship. But everyone's been talking about the, mm-hmm. the passing of Emmy, a.k.a. Kay Faraday. Um, she's number 26, I believe, in, in PBE and, and number four in Super Casual and everything. Um, so, um, Enoch, I don't know what, what your thoughts or if you wanted to have any comments. Everyone's been, been talking a lot about it and been very um, sad and upset. I don't have a relationship, so I, mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't really no, of course. say yeah, one, I mean, one thing or another. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking if you wanted to say anything, you know, for, for the next minute or so about the user um, and, and how important uh, she was to the league. And then we could also, uh, we could, we're, we're over time, so we could do, uh, yeah. we could do like a 26 second silence for her uh, as well. Sure. And then we could maybe um, after that, we could get into the games um you know, or or some some excitement and predictions that we have for this upcoming sure. season twenty eight. Yeah, um, Emmy. I, I I think my first first time I really uh, had any interaction with Emmy was um, during my draft. Uh, she created um, what I used as my uh, profile picture for a while. Uh, on on JSync, which is uh, they he uh, she created um like little like I don't know how to explain it, but it's just basically the, your player render, your name, and it's shown. It was part of the draft. Uh, it was part of the draft uh, presentation. Um, I I I I thought it was really cool, like that. You know, like we had people who kind of took that time to do and at the time i wasn't like invested in the league the same way and and you know, i was still feeling it out and, and kind of you know not 100 percent sure how a lot of this stuff worked um uh and um i had that as my profile picture for a while because it, it was it was i was really thankful you know hey you know some, someone reached out and just like hey you know like i want to make this as part of you know just just part just because they like the league you know for nothing else you know like like why bother you know like there's 10 million other things that i'm sure they have they could be spending their time on um but um she also gave me my start as the rookie mentor um hiring me back in season i want to say 15 or 16 something like that um and uh I, I I learned a lot on that job. Uh, and it's thanks to her that I had that opportunity. Um, and a lot of what people thought that I did for the league and, and involvements or all this MDM stuff, um, it started there. You know, if she didn't hire me, then none of that follows. Um, I probably wouldn't have been that 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 uh experience with rookie mentor helped me to be the miners gm that i was able to be and uh i was honored that i was able to be the rookie mentor head stepping in for her after she after she uh got the franchise in kashima and she stepped down from rookie mentor head um I know you know things didn't go well in Kashima and uh there were I'm not you know drudge up all the stuff because you know it is a lot of it is public and there are a few private things that has happened that that you know um 
but there there but the Emmy I knew um as the rookie mentor head as the player as a user um always had great conversations and just really enjoy being in the league um and uh like i said i i don't have any stories for her but i think that brings up a you know a bigger more more fundamental or pragmatic view on on life in general is that it it it, it does have an end and yes. um you will be remembered um by how you um treated people and how you interacted with people like i don't know how many people in pbe and uh like super casual just the two sim league i think she was in shl as well i don't know how yeah, many people actually met her in real life or or anything like that i mean maybe some people have regardless um it's it kind of shows that you know how you carry yourself as a as a user as a as a human being either online interactions offline IRL interactions yeah. um it will really stick with people and it, it, and it does yeah and and a lot of people um some people i think knew that uh she had been um battling cancer but didn't know that it was uh taking a turn for the worse um and and you can definitely see you know a lot of users visibly shook up by it and and rightfully so um you know however i i don't know her very well but i don't think she'd want us all to be uh doom and gloom and sad you know every single minute of the day just for her but um you know that just shows uh the impact she had on this league and on other leagues because it wasn't it's not just pb you know like the uh what do they call it the the cross league podcast, you know, mm -hmm. they were, they mentioned it earlier. And, and, yeah. and so, you know, to anybody and everybody listening, just, um, you know, be good to each other. I know we all are, have, um, life factors and things that upset us or make us tense or make us a little, um, snippy. Um, <laughs> I know I do. So, uh, but, but that's the reality is, is that life isn't forever. And, and, you know, try to, I don't say live like like Emmy did, but but she conducted herself in a way that we remember her, um, mm -hmm. and and people remember her for the good things that she had done for the league and how good she was for people. And I think um, that's a really good example to to kind of follow. So uh, I'll I'll just leave it at that for my take. And Enoch, if you have anything else, but uh, um, no, that that was pretty much it. You know, like like um. Oh, well, she did take a step back from the league because she got sick. Um, I when I stepped down as rookie mentor head, um, I wanted her to take back over because at that time she wasn't a GM anymore, and she was she wanted back in to to rookie mentor. Uh, uh, but unfortunately, like right when she took took back over, then her health became an issue again, and which was um, just obviously sad because because um she had a heart and and the passion of doing it um but just physically couldn't and that that is a shame you know like like it's um you know good users like that you you it's 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 not like they just fall off a tree yeah 
you know, like, like people who are passionate about it, you know, you, I'm sure there are a lot of people who just do it because for the sake of doing it, because they need to leak money and so forth, which no problem with that. Totally get it. You know, like, Hey, you grind for your money, you know, kudos to you, but, but to actually would, would do it and, and probably would do it. Even if you say, I'm not going to pay you anything. Sure. No problem. <laughs> you know, um, that, that is, that is special. And, and, um, um, my condolences to Dren, um, whom I, I can't imagine what Dren is going through right now. Um, I, I don't pretend to. And uh, uh, both of them has just been so kind in the interactions. And so, you know, uh, and, and, and um, I, you know, I, I, I wish there's something that we can say or, well, like you do to make it all better, but the reality that there really isn't, you know, and, and we can only offer our love and support and prayer to them and their family during this tough time. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it, it sucks, you know, cancer sucks. And, and we have, I'm sure that I don't know how many people are out there that had never been affected by it. That, that must be, you, you, you're, you're incredibly lucky and probably one in a billion if, if that's the case, because I'm sure everyone has had a family member, a friend, uh, or, you know, colleague, whoever else that has lost people because of cancer, or even if they didn't lose them, like you see the suffering that they go, go through. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, um, but you're right, you know, like, like life is short and you should cherish everything that you have. And, um, and be good to each other because in the end, you know, like, what does it matter? <laughs> like, right. you know, how, you know, like, 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 it, it doesn't really sure matter how many home runs you hit in S28 yeah. and PBE. Um, in the end, it does not matter. It, and, uh, it matters yeah. more about, you know, how people, again, remember you and talk about you bec when, when, when you are gone. I mean, unfortunately, I don't want to be a jerk, but <laughs> everyone has to leave. Um, and move on to other things. No, that that's a and, that's a reality of it, you know. So it, it's a it's a yeah, it's a reality. So you know, in the in the way you know, I I think of it, you know, because I've lost coworkers and 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 you know, family members and things like that. It's like even though they're not um physically there anymore, their memory lives on, and how how we talk about them and and laugh, you know, about them and 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 everything. That's that's really what matters at the end of the day and 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 i i hope um you know emmy is is glad uh to be remembered um the way she is in the sim league community i'll just say that not just pbe but the 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 whole community really um and and everyone listening you know i would encourage you all to to again shoot for that same level of everyone respecting you and and talking highly of you and 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 having so much praise for you as a as a user so mm -hmm. yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah it's it's uh i i i think you go back to just trying to celebrate them for who they are and all the good times you know and that's that's all we can do um well, let's yeah. uh, let's let's give a a, a very very um, respectful uh, twenty six seconds of, of silence uh, for number twenty six Emmy K Faraday. 
Um, probably I, I don't know if she was another user or had another player or not, but uh, um, I'll I'll keep an eye on the timer and then we'll uh, kind of recap it with some um, season stuff and and try to end this guy in a high note. Sounds good. Well, well, that felt like a lifetime, <laughs> um, and can't again can't imagine what the the family and friends uh, of her are going through. So again, our, our our thoughts and prayers and and best wishes. That's really all that can be offered and done anymore at this point. So, yep. um, now uh, again, the the sim leagues. There's uh, that that Emmy was a part of PVE being the one that we're talking about in this podcast. Um, is about to kick off, and there's other sim leagues kind of wrapping up. There's a lot of excitement with like super casual in their playoffs. I don't know where ISFL is, but um, there's a lot of um, and and I don't know where SHL is, but there's a lot of uh, league activity um going around. Um, so let's talk about our league, Enoch PBE. Uh, season 28 is around the corner, just two days away. Just uh, like for the next five minutes, what do we got? Who are your, some of your biggest? Um, who do you have the highest expectations for? Who do you think is gonna, you know, make an outside playoff run? Uh, who's gonna underperform, overperform? Give me the rundown, Enoch. In the majors, we'll say. In the majors, I'll I'll admit I have not looked at the minors that much. That's fine. Uh, this is the first first season where I have not focused as much on it I, I took some glances of it but i also didn't do my due diligence so so i don't know how uh i probably won't look at it until until the 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 master file is ready <laughs> uh and um but but for but for the majors um i i guess i guess the clear-cut favorite to win this year is the apex yeah um and they did they, so well last season too yeah and um just hats off to how Miss has constructed the team. Um, he falls in line with the way he has constructed the team. It's very much how I would have envisioned uh, my team to be like. Uh, and, you know, you take a comparison of what my Hepcats teams were like, the, the same logic goes apply into it. Um, and and yeah, they need to get over the hump, no doubt. You know, like, like, no doubt they need to get over the hump. And I think, uh, uh, I don't know if it's World Series win or bust here, um, so, so to speak. But uh, I don't think their their window is just opening, which is the scariest part. And um, so, so they could still, you know not win this this season but still have an incredible chance and still probably be the favorite next season and the season after um it does get a little harder after that because because you see some of the younger teams starting to you know peak a bit so so that's going to chip away at things um so i would say that you know you know 28 29 30 is probably their best chance and that's the window um real in in a, uh, to to kind of get this to get the first one 
of course, we know that playoffs are kind of random, and uh, we'll kind of have to see what each team does. Yeah. Um, so at least that that's from the champion side. Uh, I I still you know like there's no reason to think the Aviators are not the favorite out of the the Legends. Um, they may not be as good as the season before, but by no means uh, are they bad. <laughs> uh, so so. So yeah, they lost Tex Walker, but I actually think the drop off from Walker to McGibbons now, you know, taking a look at it closer, um, while it is a drop off, is not as much of a drop off as people may think. Well, and uh, and to me, in the playoffs, about anything can happen. Um, oh yes, and and you know, that's all you need to do is get to the playoffs, and then you know, if you're on a hot streak or you're, you know, everything's all clicking there, that can you know, completely turn things around because um, although, like you said, uh, OBX is really good team and, and, and still uh, the favorite in their conference, you know, like, like Indy could have easily been the preseason favorite as well um, last season or, you know, close it, it, in the conversation as well. And, and it just so happened to go um, Outer Banks' way for their back-to-back -back World Series. So, like, all it takes is the playoffs. You know, we've seen some, you know, even in our minors, I'll use the Hepcast as an example because this is technically a Hepcast. Um, you know, like the Hepcats were the best team in the minors, you know, pretty much all around and and then like swept in the playoffs in the first series. Like there is a little bit of randomness to it. So um, it happens, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you've got uh, Apex and, and Aviators as some of your favorites again. Is there any uh, teams like uh, New Orleans or... Uh, um, Boise that you think that could make some noise? Um, so I, I think, I think, I think Boise, um, well, I, I, I think in the end, it, uh, Boise and San Antonio will probably come down to the very, uh, you know, for, to the very end to see who wins that division. Um, I, I think in the long run, um, the Sloths might have a better team. Overall, in terms of kind of updates here and there to kind of get things rolling, um, uh, so so I, I think in the end the sloths will still be better, but not you know by a lot. You're talking about in the end, it's probably a coin flip of like who who makes it out of where. Yeah. Um, so uh, unfortunately, I, I don't, the, the the team that I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. On how uh, is Van uh, how how they will end up to be is Vancouver because I think they took a big step back. Well, but maybe I'm it's at not the as TPE much. Team totals and I don't know if they're all updated or not, but Vancouver's in the bottom six in the league. Yeah, they called up a lot of young players, so so they're in a weird retooling situation. So so it I don't foresee them making the playoffs. It's going to be very hard for them to make the playoffs. You know, I know that there's some updates and arc changes that were missing from, you know, like the the spring training stuff. But and but from what I have seen and is that I they they gonna they they're very likely to finish two three four five six six in that conference, you know, and out of the playoffs. And so. Um, yeah, you know, nothing against you know Surge or Makos. They just, I, I I don't I don't see how they can make it to the playoffs. I I don't 
I, I'm not even sure if they'll get to 40 wins um, on either team, but um, maybe the search does because they, they have signed more uh, high, higher TPE players to kind of fill the roster. So they could probably sneak past that 40 win threshold um, as they try to continue to build on the team. Um, so, but, but I, I don't think the order of, of the conference has changed much or at all, really, like just in terms of where people finish. Uh, so, so I, I expect the legends to, to be kind of the same from last season. And on champion side, you're, you're really the question is like, well, how good is Detroit? How good are the stars? Um, uh, the stars are on also kind of they're retooling a little bit. They are getting older. Yep. Um, you saw a lot of regressions happening. Granted, it's the first and second regression, so it probably means absolutely nothing. Um, and the demons are in that same spot where the demons, this may be their last hurrah because uh, they're uh, they gonna have a lot of expiring contracts, expensive expiring contracts. So um, uh, the interesting one is actually Death Valley uh, because Death Valley right now still is outside looking in yep to me but how close between them and the demons uh it it, it not it's, it's it's not that far apart so if the demons don't do well and and the ball bounces the scorpions way a little bit uh all of a sudden you're looking at uh dvs being in the playoffs again so uh, or even the stars, I should say, you know, like the stars underperform somehow, and and, and here comes you know Death Valley. Uh, it, it, it's a lot tighter than than people think. Uh, uh, New Orleans definitely is not as strong as they used to be. Uh, with regressing regressing bats, um, some of their youngsters uh, haven't gotten to the point where where they can really fill the void of you know some of their higher TPE players that they have lost in recent seasons. Uh, but still a very good team. So I, I you know, never, never, ever count them out. Um, but it, they do have, they, they are running in that problem where their pitching is probably not as good. And that's kind of the theme in a lot of places because uh, good hot pitching don't exist that much. Uh, you know, uh, so. Yeah. And, um. um... Mm-hmm. Another, uh, you know, a, you you talked about the gap between Death Valley and uh, Detroit. That's uh, about a twenty five hundred, you know, TPE gap, and and I think the the TPE sum can be a little bit misleading because there's a proper, I feel like not proper, but there's like a, you know, it's it's a little bit about how it's allocated can be more effective. Oh so yeah, even yeah. If a team it's... is is even if team A and team B are only like eight hundred TPE apart, well, team B might have their TPE allocated in a little bit stronger way that benefits the team um better or makes the team more well rounded, you know. Um Yeah, it it's definitely the case. Yeah. I think some teams are, are built better than others and, and and we'll see how that goes. Um and uh so i mean the the way i mean the the way i had it was really in 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 uh champions east is is apex stars demons supernovas in the west it will be 
New Orleans, DVS, Toros, and Serpents. And um, so, and in the Legends is Aviators, Voyagers, Crabs, Surge. In the West, Legends is Sloth, Raptors, Vandals, Makos. So this is kind of very similar to what it was last season. Sure. Um, uh, I, I think, um, I wouldn't say that, you know, parody is an issue. It's just, it's just, uh, it, it, it just, the progression of teams isn't fast enough to really put a dent into things at times. Um, because once a team decides to rebuild, it's going to take time. You know, it's not like, oh, I can rebuild. And then one season, one off season later, you know, like, boom, you know, back, back up top. That that's very rarely that happens, you know? Uh, And um, so, so I I think, so, so it is, it will be interesting to see how that actually shapes out. Um, I am curious to see the development of the Toros and the Serpents and see where they can steal wins from. Uh, I, you know, I, I, you know, like, the Toros, uh, I I think the Serpents bridged the gap to the Toros a bit more. Um, and we're this is probably uh, I shouldn't say this. We're we're about two three seasons before we start seeing that Conference West to be an absolute bloodbath. And uh, from from a spectator's perspective, it's fun. <laughs> oh my goodness like it'll be awesome just to see them beating on each other and having like potentially like to the point where it won't happen i don't think i don't because the apex aren't going away so i i, I don't think they'll have all four teams making the playoffs but they'll be like down the line you're talking about season 32 you know 33 the early it's early season 30s having that conference just absolutely go to town on each other and um from a again from a spectator perspective awesome if i was a player probably not as awesome <laughs> because <laughs> because that's just stressful and also oh, just knowing that a, like i i don't know like uh, i wouldn't like yeah. I, I would not want to actually step my foot in there just because like you're facing you're just constantly facing the best teams so statistically you're kind of asking for it you know and uh but uh but uh, the other way to look at it from a player is like, oh, this is awesome. I want to be a part of it. Then, you know, if, if you just love that chaos, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more power to you and, and be part of it. Uh, but it'll, it'll, it'll be fun to see because there, there's still a lot of things that can happen. You know, you know, like, 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 you know, we see a lot of plans lay out and just like, oh, these are great plans, you know, and, and, you know, the GMs have done a great job laying out, you know, like, uh, uh, the way everything will, will work, you know. Um, but will it actually work? That is what we're going to get to see in the like, next five seasons. And uh, that, you know, so I, I know there's been like debated like uh, GM of the year, you know, what, what should you give it for? Well, if this team had the best draft, well, you don't know if they had the best draft <laughs> until like seasons later. All you know is that they had a lot of draft picks <laughs> and anyone can get draft picks, oh, you know? Yeah. So so it's like and, and that was my argument with like Mike for for a while and like GM of the year but they they set themselves up you know they had all these draft picks I was like it it, I was it like, might not work just, I was it like might. they just sold people that's like 
that's not a no-brainer, you know? Like, it's not like they, it's not like this ingenious thing is like no one's thought of. It's just like, oh, I'm going to sell my best player for, for, for first rounds and second rounds. But it's, it, you know, it's, it's not a genius stroke. It's, it's a logical stroke, uh, you know? Like, uh, so, so the question is that because they've done that, does that make them good GMs? Because uh, the problem with, you know, like, like I've argued, like GM of the year is like, well, but what do I have done this year? Well, most GMs don't do things for just for that specific season. It's tough. A lot to, of things are, I mean, you have to plan out three to four exactly, seasons in advance. Exactly. The, even in the minors, like, like, like I've said, it was like, well, because under that logic, you know, like, well, I, I like, like a lot of what I do doesn't take fruition until two like the second season or even the third season. So, you know, I don't, you know, like I don't draft to, you know, it's, I think last season with the Hepcats was a completely an, an anomaly. Like, because everything just took, you know, that was like the perfect mesh where all those rookies just like outplay what they were supposed to be. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. So like, you know, there's a, there's a development plan for them and where they need to get to. So, so, and this is the same thing for like Seattle, you know, Cancun, DVS. There is a plan that each of these GMs have and it's slowly taking shape and you can see it coming together. And it'll but be still very, a very exciting to see how it comes out. Well, Enoch, I'm going to cut you off here because yeah. <laughs> we've been going we for can, an hour and a half. We I know, started we a little bit late, but, uh, yeah. um, we have a really exciting season coming up. Maybe next week we could talk more about minors. We could recap some more um, attributes. And, and we've got a lot of content we can pour out here um, in these Hepcasts. Um, I really Definitely appreciate does. everyone who uh, tuned in to uh, um, for listening and, and l- listen to us ramble about <laughs> IRL baseball, then PBE, then other sim leagues, and, and everything else in between. Um, you know, just to, for my uh, final say on... Uh, majors uh obviously i'm very op- optimistic and hopeful for the crabs but i know this isn't their season um just after talks with sorry so um but i would say um i don't know i think there's something about san antonio that seems like a very dangerous team um but i'm they not saying are. they're gonna win it all i'm just saying pretty dangerous they team. always are <laughs> um so i i'd keep my eyes on them but uh i, I know petra quite a bit so i always uh Root for Boise, and then my friend uh, Pau Adrian, of course, got drafted there. He won't be playing there right this season, but uh, you know, and and of course you Enoch, you know New York, right? They got to win, right? So, <laughs> um, maybe next season. <laughs> I don't. I really don't know um, what this team status <laughs> is, but we can talk we, about that. We can. I'll yeah. I'll pick your brain about that like three weeks in, and I'll see where you're how you're feeling. We'll see so. how it goes. I mean, <laughs> we have a lot of baseball to play, and and you know, like there's there's enough randomness where where you know things can go terribly wrong, you know, and and so, uh, but that's the fun of it, you know, like you you play it out, you know, and and not just look at the TPE tracker, and uh, so, but um, absolutely, yeah, it's 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 fun, and and I hope that everyone has fun with it. I know I I know we get uber competitive, and and it gets frustrating. But in the end, it's just like, you know, how do you have fun in this, you know, how do you have fun in this league? And, you know, especially the whole Emmy thing, you know, you take a step back, you know, like, like we're here to have fun and let's not forget that, you know, let's, you know, and just enjoy everybody's company and, and uh, just enjoy whatever friendship that you have made here for whatever that's worth, you know? And uh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again, everyone. 
Um, always a blast to uh, earn money this way by talking to Enoch, um, one of my favorite guys in the PBE. Um, <laughs> Enoch, you got well, any same, closing same comments? Well, yeah, I, I love Dustin here. He's awesome. Oh. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I again, you know, happy, happy opening day to everybody, and uh, uh, it will be fun to see how everything shapes out. And uh, I wish everybody the very, very best. And uh, thank you for listening to us, listening to us ramble. Sounds good. So. Um, see you all hopefully uh, episode three uh, next week. So yep. Um, take care, everyone, and and have a good night.